Blog Talk Radio. What is up, everybody? Happy Sunday night. It is August 29th. This is Kevin Hartley, and welcome to Episode 9 of the Stephen Erkin Tallow Show. We've turned the tables back around. Things are back to normal. Thank God. I am moderating Stephen's show. He's got lots to say tonight. And uh, we just came up with another random show for tonight because we had such fun last night. Stephen was generous to uh, to give me a shout-out show and uh, have you all learn a little bit more about me. And now, as I say, we're turning things back around. Stephen's got stuff to say, and we're going to dive into his life, his mind, his perspectives, points of view on life, living, relating, and communicating, risk, hardship, inspiration, motivation, and, of course, the paranormal, because he is a leading paranormal investigator, led by groundbreaking thought, science, wisdom, daring, doing, author of a soon-to-be-released paranormal book. He's just wrapped up filming on episode one of Urban Legends of the Paranormal, and he's about to begin episode two. He's a sought-after paranormal celebrity, speaker, paranormal horror film events and fanfares, an entrepreneur with merchant development, and in some cases already on the market. And he's doing so much more, diving into the competitive world of bodybuilding. So much more. Here he is, the guy you tuned into here with our Just for Kicks random show, Stephen Arcantalo. How are you, man? <laughs> I'm well. That was an open. I'm jealous. Like, I, well, not jealous. I'm saying that you did a better job at opening that than I did last night with you. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, you're you're open last night. It was very generous. I appreciate it. It was. Uh, I had fun time last night. It was. Um, was it yeah, different? you know, I was, was a little bit nervous about it. I don't. Yeah. Uh, what's that? No, it, it was different. Right? About it. Mm-hmm. It was different. Yeah. No, I and I think. Um, why well, I, I said to you, I certainly have a lot of respect for what you do. Um, on these shows, like just talking that long, because I don't do that. And mm-hmm. uh, and then, I, I don't know, for you, it was probably the same, just sort of trying to be on the other side of that. So so here we are, back in our comfortable seats, and uh, things are good. So thank you for yeah. that last night. It was actually, um, I needed to do that. It was interesting. I needed to do that. It came at a good time in my life. I needed to, uh, I needed to go over my story again. And I needed to say it out loud, not just think it. Mm-hmm which was really, really interesting. So I appreciate you for that. And it was very, uh, very, very cathartic. So in a, in, in a good way. So it was good. And, uh, and I, I appreciate everybody who was listening. Um, and especially those, some friends that called in and uh, participated with questions and stuff. So, so thanks. We had, we had a good kick. So here we are again. Awesome. Uh, right now, right now, I'm just promo on the show right now. So I'm, I'm just posting it on my Stephen Urquintello page on the like page. Um, real quick, I'm just saying live now for this special night. Uh, yeah, done. Sorry, I was I was listening, but I was. It's hard for me to post and talk at the same time because. No, that's okay. Um, keep, but keep yeah, posting. no, I, I will. Uh, yeah, man. So yeah, no, I, just, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, the whole bodybuilding thing. Like I know when you open that up with that, you know, the the my coach actually kind of annoyed me the other day, and not in a way that oh. was, in a way that was kind of like calm the fuck down like she we were talking about covid traveling here like laughing da 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 then she messages me and says you know what i'm not going to keep tracking you down it's not my job it's kind of annoying and i don't i'm not going to keep tracking you down to find you to ask you for your check-ins first off i fucking pay you 
you will. Like that's part of your job. I'm busy. I'm sorry that you have to remind me to send you photos to tell me about a diet to, to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that really kind of got to me. Like if I'm paying you, that's your job to remind me that I need to send you photos, right? Like you're tracking me down. You're not tracking me down. You're simply messaging me on Instagram. How hard is that to do? Comes, comes, exactly. It comes with the territory, I think. Yeah, like that's part of your job, not just give me some meal plan to eat eggs, chicken, rice, and fucking greens, and then tell me to go do the same workouts that I've been doing this whole time, but instead just do four of them and take 30-second breaks. I mean, I already know how to do that. The thing is, is like I could do this without a coach. I just thought that, to be honest, I just thought that it would be like some deeper insight. Like, am I missing something? But I'm not. There's a reason why I have the body I've had before the coach because I already knew what I'm doing. That kind of just confirmed it to me. Like the, the meal plans are the same shit that I've been eating. The workouts that I'm doing, the same thing. Just, okay, cool. Actually, like when I was in the gym, I would do whatever I wanted to do, like full body usually. But I was like, okay, cool. If I just stick to legs one day, back one day, this, and actually focus four sets, reps, and do it and take 30-second breaks, my body will change. And I already knew that. I just wasn't doing it. I was doing it when I paid her, which is weird because like, oh, I paid somebody to tell me the shit I already know, but I'm doing it because I paid her because now I feel like it's a waste of money if I don't. But in my mind, it's like, okay, like I don't feel – that really fucking bothered me to hear her say I'm not tracking you down anymore to remind you to send me in check-ins. Oh, and then she's like, oh, and you need to send me the exact thing. You need to copy and paste and send me the exact thing that I'm asking for. I was like, okay, like wait. And she, I was like, so, so I missed one thing, which is – the diet. She's like, you need to send me what your diet is. Well, you already know what my diet is because you told me to fucking do it. Why do I need to send you what you already told me? <laughs> like that, it's to me that yeah. really kind of annoyed me. Like it just annoyed me how that approach was. But it's so I haven't sent anything in. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna continue with her. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the um, accountability by remote control, like by remote distance like that is odd. I have the same kind of interaction with my coach as well. And um, like, it's just, you know, there's certain, you know, get things uploaded by this time on this day. It's like, that's, that's just not going to happen. It's, it's, I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. It's not that I don't want it to happen, um, but there needs to be some flexibility in there. And I guess, I guess what it's taught me is that I, if, if I hire another coach, it'll be a live interaction because those things happen in the dynamics of meeting in the gym and doing the workout. You'll see exactly. my, you'll see my workout diary. We'll talk about mm-hmm. my diet. We'll do stuff rather than this once a week, paying you all this money by remote control or remote control, uh, you know, across the, across the, mm-hmm. the internet. And um, yeah, it's weird. It's weird because yeah. I have been, and you are too. I can tell you're accountable to yourself. A lot of people aren't accountable to themselves. And I guess that's why they need a coach to be accountable to. But if there's mm-hmm. nothing coming out of that accountability, if she's then not giving you modifications to the diet or modifications to the exercise plan, then, yeah, all you're doing is reporting to somebody. And I got enough people yeah. screaming at me for this and that in my life. I don't need somebody else, you know? Yeah, and that's really yeah. And like she tweaked the diet a little bit and like the workouts a little bit, but not enough to where I deserve to hear that attitude. You know what I mean? 
Like, it's like, okay, yeah, cool. Like, I, you don't need to like tell me that you're not going to track me down and that's not your job. And I should read the messages that she said. I'm like, that's the most ignorant shit I've ever heard. Like, like you said, I'd rather just have a coach in person and then they can tell me, Hey, we're going to work out definitely every Tuesday and Friday because that's when we're going to do our check-ins. Cool. I show up to the gym on Tuesday morning. We do our check-ins and then we work out. That's better than literally I'm sleeping because I'm, I've been up since fucking six in the morning and I'm working on shit. She'll message, excuse me. She'll message me at eight in the morning. Um, you haven't, you, you haven't sent me anything. I'm like, I'm still in bed. It's noon. She's like, you still haven't sent me anything. And because she's seen me post something like me driving or whatever from a picture that I posted that I took the day before. So she assumes I'm driving, which anybody would, but I'm like, I'm still in bed. Like just because I posted a picture doesn't mean I'm actually doing that right now. Um, I got that same, I got that same shit from my coach too. It was kind of like a big brother thing. It's kind of like, if you've got time to post on the internet and do this and that, it's kind of like, whoa, 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 dude. Whoa. Yeah. Part of that is is my life. Part of that exactly. is promoting this podcast. Part exactly. of that is my job. Part of that is maintaining my audience. So don't tell me I don't have, you know, when I can post or not post. And I'm doing that in the course of something else. Entering data into your, a lot of time, <laughs> frankly, that I don't have. Um, yeah, it's a curious situation. I, I guess for some people it works. I guess you and I have just determined it doesn't work for us. Like I think, like you said, you hire somebody live, you talk about diet when you're taking a break between sets. You talk about increasing reps or changing format or, or weights or doing something different in between sets. Like it just happens organically. I just, yeah, it's not working for me either. I'm sorry it didn't work out for you. Are you, are you going to, what are you going to do next? What are you, what are you going to aspire to still in that room? No, I mean, I'm still going to work out. I mean, I'm still going to do it. I haven't worked out in like four days, but I'm still going to do it. I'm yeah. just not going to, I just don't think, I mean, I, I want to stand on stage maybe once in my life, but it's not like a dire need, but I know that if I do, I'll, it will open up a lot of opportunities and doors, but it's also a thing like these bodybuilders, that's all they do. You know, most of them work in the yeah. gym. So they're in the gym, most of them don't have the lifestyle that I have where I'm busy all the time and still have to manage to find time and then do this because bodybuilding and standing on stage, that's a strict thing as is like, you need to get at least eight hours of sleep. You have to be eating every two and a half, three hours, exactly to a T. Traveling. And that literally would frustrate the coach. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, but, so it's, you're going to pay my bills I don't know. and run my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I, I, I just don't you. know. If, I just don't know if I'm going to do it because it's not that important to me. Looking like I work well, out right. is great, but I don't need to stand on stage to have 0% body fat to win a $5 trophy. Yeah. Right now. I mean, at some point in your life, you're still, you're, you're young. You, you could still do it again at some point in your life when it makes more sense, when you've, yeah. when you've got the time, when you've got the money, it's just, you've determined it's not a right now thing and there's no mm-hmm. parent value added. So, you know, yeah. lesson learned. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just mm-hmm. like we've talked about before. We start on a journey. We expect there's going to be an outcome. doesn't turn out that way. doesn't mean you failed. It doesn't mean you're not going to do it. It's just, just a course, course correction. That's all. Mm-hmm. That yeah, good. absolutely. Yeah, good for you. Good, good, good. Uh, what else so, yeah, is going but, on? Um, um, man, you know, I, I really don't know. I know that I messaged you earlier. I was like, man, let's just do a live. But I think I'm just, I was like, I'm so annoyed. I still am annoyed. I'm annoyed at everything going on. 
in in this life. Like I have people like from last night's show. I didn't know you were gay. You're gay. Like where the where the where the where the where did I say I was gay last night? Ever. Like I didn't say I was gay at all last night. But I have all these people in it literally in my inbox and some calling me. Like, oh my God, you're gay and then people feeling entitled as if they feel that I should have told them this or something. And I'm like, there was nothing to tell. And then I have the ridiculousness of, uh, like, I don't even know where to begin. I try to get my thoughts together and I got a call 30 minutes before the show and got really fucking irritated with this person because just the same old, same old shit that I'm hearing all the time. And I guess back to like, apparently now, I, I, once again, a, a, the internet, I don't know what people heard last night or what people are hearing when they hear this show, but I beat children. I'm a racist. Um, I'm gay. Oh no, according to them, I'm a faggot. And I'm just like, where, where do people get this? And it, 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 my head is pounding right now, just like it was yesterday. Oh, man, I'm sorry. And I took a picture of myself before I took a nap, before the show, because I remember I told you I was going to take a nap. And the bags under my eyes and the wrinkles, I'm like, man, I look like shit because of all of this aggravation. People telling other people I slept with so-and-so. I did this. I did this when I didn't. Uh, there's this going on that I beat kids now. There's this going on. I, I really still think people don't understand everything that it is that I do. And people just want to feel, again, so entitled to me as if, hey, I'm going to nap now and my phone blows up because people don't want to just stop and listen to what I'm saying. Remember, I made that, made that post on Instagram and I'm going to, you know, where I said a lot of y'all don't know, but not only do I do everything else that I do with the adult entertainment, weekly podcast, filming the show, writing the books, editing the work, working on the board game, and I'm sure I'm missing something. Oh, yeah, working out, replying to the 2,000 messages a day, posting, et cetera. But I also work at B-Dubs and put a lot of doubles as a waiter. You, you remember that post? And then yeah, I went yeah. back and I said, I also forgot, as it was brought to my attention, that I have severe depression, which causes suicidal thoughts, anxiety that causes panic attacks, and Tourette syndrome, which spikes randomly and causes severe pain. Yet people still want to fucking attack, make blogs, post updates about me, and how these, these, these fans and the loyalty things and friends, they all just feel committed, or not committed, I'm sorry, entitled to, like, if I say something like tonight, right, and I, I answer a question or whatever it may be, I'll literally get a message from people asking me the same shit as if they want me to personally tell them because telling them – telling it to the world was not good enough. No, no, no. Right. They want me to specifically tell them, and that is annoying to me too. And Yeah, they feel they should have heard it from you before they heard it. On yeah. Sort of yeah, and they want to get a little about what you said. Yeah, I think I think we were talking about we were talking about the coming out process and whether it's easier than in the 1980s when I did it, or, 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 or if it's easier now, or it should be easier mm-hmm. now. And I think all you said to that regard was that you wouldn't have a problem if you were gay, saying that you were. Exactly. You didn't say yeah. that. Yeah, you didn't say huh. that you were. You just you just expressed to my point of view empathy to those in that situation that you would feel comfortable in this day and age with how things have evolved that you you would feel comfortable 
if that was your desire to come out. You didn't say that you mm-hmm. were. It, no. People, it's funny I how said people that I, hear what they want, right? It, it is. Well, I said that I kissed dudes back in 2009. That was it. And... And that's what it is. People hear what they want to hear. And, and it's crazy that, you know, the communicative narcissist, you can have a conversation with somebody, a, a debate, whatever, right? You're talking to them and they'll cut you off only when they hear that one line or that one word that they don't like, because they're waiting for that moment. They're not really listening to you. They're listening for what they don't like so they can attack that little situation, but not as a whole. And it's the same thing when you make an update or do whatever. People will skim through it, find that one thing they don't like, flip it into how they interpreted it, and it not even makes sense to what it is that you even said. So you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? That doesn't make sense. Nobody said that. Um, and what? And, yeah. and why? And I guess I come back to why does it? Why does it matter? Um, like, yeah. Or if it was your orientation, why would it matter? If it was something else you were sharing on the podcast, why would it matter if that's where you chose to share it versus having to call, call and pick through who you're going to tell before you can talk about something? I don't, I don't entirely get it. Yeah, exactly. And, and if I'm dating a girl, yeah, yeah. What, 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 what am I going to tell you first? I'm going to tell the girl first. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to be okay. You know what? I'm gay. We can't be together. Now I'm going to go announce it to the world. I probably would just break up with you wait maybe a month, you know, not, Hey, I'm leaving you for a guy because I know how bad that can probably mess with your head. So, you know, there's ways around it. So it's it's just weird. Like I would rather just say it to the world rather than just telling each individual person. But then again, that's me. Um, yeah. It, you know what? These fucking women make me want to be gay, to be honest. Cause it's, that, that's all it's coming from. And it's coming from, it, it's like, so a bunch of people, so guys want me, girls want me, whatever, right? So all of these people who have little crushes on me feel like they can, they're, they're entitled to knowing things first or wanting, wanting some, some, they have like some obligation or privilege to, to me. And if I start talking to somebody else or bragging about somebody else or whatever, they seriously get pissed about it as if I'm with them. And right. it, to me, that, 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 that's part of the headache that I'm dealing with too. And, yeah, you know, when I messaged you and I said, man, we should go live, I, I kind of wish I would have went live right then and there. Um, because in a way, my mind, it still hurts really bad right now. But I calmed You're down right. a little bit right. based off, off of it. But I had the words that I wanted to say then. And now it's like I hate the fact that I feel like I have to censor myself in a way, not because of the network and not because of anybody, but because of how many people listen and who's listening to where if I say the wrong thing or word at the wrong, for fuck's sake, last night I didn't even say I was gay and people were like, oh, you're gay. And I didn't even remotely even say that. So now it's like I have to sit here and think about what it is that I say so I don't get 20 million people in my ear messaging me, texting me on all sorts of outlets pissy about what I said. That's aggravating. That is so now I know why these celebrities and public people don't control their own social media because there's no there's not enough time. Like it just it it, it can't be done. Um but that sucks, man. I hate like feeling like I have to censor myself because somebody's gonna get 
their feelings hurt or somebody's going to feel like, oh, well, then fine. You just don't like me or you don't want me or or I thought we were talking and I thought we were dating. You sent me a heart face. So that means we're something or <laughs> just anything. Right. And it, it, I, it, I comment heart faces on like the majority of people's stuff on Instagram and girls are getting upset over it. People I've never even talked to are actually getting upset over it and messaging me about how upset they are over that. And people are messaging me upset that I have an OnlyFans. People are upset over the fact that I it, – it doesn't matter. And all of this is – and a lot of people just say, oh, just do you. Just do you. Well, what the fuck do you think I'm doing? That's what I am doing. But – I don't think people understand how much like what I just read of everything that I'm doing. And then all of this coming on top of that is it's a lot. It's really a lot to fucking handle and deal with. And I feel like it's easy to say, Oh, just ignore it. Oh, just keep, you know, just keep doing you. What's easy to say when you're not getting it or you're not going through it, you know? Yeah. Um, Sure, I could just block everybody, but what if I what if I did that? What if I stopped replying to everybody? What if I stopped talking to everybody? What if I stopped being that person that is so I am the one behind the mic, I am the one behind the camera, I am the one on the camera, and I am the one replying to everybody being very personable. If I stop doing that, that's gonna cut a lot of things in half. I feel like that's one big reasoning as to why it is that I have a decent following and people that tune in because of I am very personable with everybody. I react to everybody's thing, no matter what message it is. But I'm, I'm realizing, I think it's really just starting to catch up to me. Finally, after all these years, to, a, to an insane breaking point, because I'm seeing it in my health and I'm seeing it in my eyes and I'm seeing it in my, uh, I, I'm feeling it in my thoughts, in my head. Hmm. I mean, I haven't been to the gym in four days. I'm not eating. To me, that's where it's kind of getting to the point to where, okay, this is affecting me. And there's a yeah. lot of things that need to change. And I think after I film the second episode, I think it is going to, I think it is going to change. So I feel like there was something crawling on me. That was weird. Like on my arm, but there's nothing there that like something was like literally tingling down my side. And I looked, I just hit the mic really hard. because I thought there was something there. There's nothing there. Heard um, yeah. Um, I think after I film episode two, uh, finish it, like finish episode two, not, um, I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut ties with a lot of people, and I think it's time to really. I think it's time to really not just short my circle. I feel like that's shortened enough. I think it's time to put some limitations on social media. Who gets my attention? Who doesn't? And I think it's just time to start doing that because there, there, there's no other way around it. Like it's 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 getting to me too much. And that's not healthy, especially when I have so much I still have to do and I'm behind on the filming of the TV show and I'm behind on the book. Um, the podcast, I think we're finally, you know, doing well with, you know, yeah, pretty steady yeah. with it now. Um, I'm behind with the board game. I'm behind with, the, I think I said the book already. There's just so much I'm behind with. And, you know, every, again, everybody wanting my time and a lot of people not understanding when I say I have to get this done. It's just, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard because, you know, the fans that are genuine fans, 
you got to really hope that they understand and they get that everything that you just talked about, everything that you do, the way you respond um, is the essence of you. That's what makes you compelling, alluring, interesting. And what the, um, you got to hope is that it's sort of like I said before, when we were talking, you know, people just hear what they want to hear, whether it's good or bad. Um, I think people read between those lines of, you know, um, I, I, emojis, you know, read between emojis mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. expect that they mean something. And I don't know, I, I sort of feel I have to say, and this will sound like I'm disrespecting fans and I, you know, I, I appreciate them, but there's, there's also a point where you have to, I think you do have to have some boundaries and you do have to draw some lines and speak to them collectively sort of the way you do here on the podcast is sort of, I don't know, maybe that needs to, I don't really know how to handle that on the, on the social media stuff. Cause you still want people to like, you still want, you do want people to comment, but maybe then make an, another comment that sort of addresses a number of things. And then there are people that you really, and then there is your circle, right? Like you want to communicate with your circle, your true supporters, the people that you actually are kindred with the people that you actually know, and um, yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard. Somebody just wrote in that uh, somebody that's listening just wrote in that they they're sorry to hear all this, but that they get it. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I think there are people out there that empathize with you um, and appreciate you responding, but also get how much how much work and effort that is. But obviously, a lot of people don't. Yeah, they just don't. I mean, I guess they're just bored sitting behind their computer. And like what people don't get is like, I don't, when all of this comes, all of that is there, then I still have to deal with, again, the depression, the anxiety, which then spikes my Tourette's. Tourette's is very painful. Not a lot of people understand that. It's literally muscle twitches, which cause a lot of pain in your body. My stomach hurts. My abdomen hurts. My sides always hurt. My head is hurting now from the stress and the Tourette's where my ears move and they hold back until I feel a pain in them. My teeth will platter and they'll, they'll bite down really hard. They'll grind. My, my eyes will roll in the back of their head. It's, it's like so many different things when all of this spikes. And then I have to fight my Tourette's from going off. It, it's, it's, and that, that right there is like just 0.1% of it. And right. people don't see that. You know, you don't see, you can't see it happening right now. It's not happening now. But nobody, my ears were moving and holding them in the back of their head, but nobody can see that happening. So everyone doesn't understand, like, oh, that's fine. That's not that big of a deal. But that, it, it, it is a big deal because it hurts. No, it is a big deal. And if you're my esophagus four days and you're not sleeping and you're not feeling yeah. healthy, then none of it is good. No, no you have to. Uh, Boundaries sounds like the putting in some boundaries sounds like the right thing to do. And if that doesn't suit mm-hmm. people, then adios. Pretty much. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it, man. I mean, I don't, I don't really, I don't really have like, I get, I get so tired of repeating this part over and over on social media, and people just looking at the story or writing. Again, somebody somebody literally commented on once Siri goes away. 
um, on on the photo of the podcast saying, just be you. That's all that matters. Like, didn't I just say that's normally what people say? Yes. Just do you. Like, that, that, that's all people are saying. And it's like, that, it, that's great. Like, that's awesome. Keep telling me to keep doing me. But that's you're not helping the situation. You're annoying the situation. You're literally annoying me by saying the same repetitive shit that everybody else is saying. To me, that's annoying. And then it, 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 like, you got to say something a little bit deeper. Say something a little bit more meaningful. Be helpful. Don't be part of the problem by saying the same shit that the next person is going to say and the person before you for the past three years has been saying. There's got to be something more depth within that skull for somebody to be saying that can at least be like, oh, you know what? That makes sense to me, Stephen, to where now, okay, I could fix this. I can maybe do something with it rather than me always trying to fix whatever the hell is going on. But then again, I can't expect everybody to uh, to do that. Like, we, I guess we have to have the ones that don't really think too much in order to stand out above them. And I know that's going to sound dickish, but that's the reality of it. And that's the action behind it because that's all I ever get are these messages over and over that say, do you. Just be you. You're great at what right. you do. You're amazing at what you do. Just keep being you. <laughs> So insightful. Gee, thank you. I know. I wake up every day being me. I'm every day me on this podcast. I'm every day me in a status. I'm every day me in the pictures. I, I get it. Like I, I, I will always continue to keep being me. No reason to tell me to do that. You know, there's no plans of me ever not not being me. So thank you for everybody who keeps saying, be you, do you. So encouraging because I plan on doing that anyways. But thank you. Clearly. I don't think this podcast is going to get too many ratings. Um, <laughs> no. it's, it's interesting. I mean, but the you're you're doing you, and you are like you're doing exactly what people are saying. But then they're, but then whether it's those people or it's the, that are supporting that, or it's another faction of people are then chastising you for, for exactly that because mm-hmm. they're somehow not included, um, or they somehow feel entitled or privileged to information or insight, as you say, before it gets revealed. And I think that's a reality check for them. It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. And you're just not owed it. You just aren't owed it. Um, Yeah. Steven's a, Steven's a celebrity, Uh, very busy. Uh, you don't, you, I mean, I guess that's the reality. You don't have a personal relationship with him. You have a different relationship than maybe other celebrities, but that's because of the person that Steven is. He chooses to respond and be congenial and reply. And uh, you can't take that for granted. I think that's what's happening. It's being taken for granted, as you say. And mm-hmm. then, or, or you didn't say it's being taken for granted, but it's being taken for granted. And then it's yeah, being what it extrapolated as some sort of, oh, he's, you know, we, ha- we have an in, we have a connection. Um, yeah, he gave, me a, he gave me a hearty face or whatever it is. So, um, you know, we're, we're really in touch. Um, it's not the case, you know. And again, you've got to say we appreciate the fans, but you've, there's got to be those boundaries. Um, there has to be. Like, it's – Yeah. Because and maybe I don't think – it is good. I was going to say, maybe it is time to step back um, and just see how things go. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I mean, it's also interesting that, so here's the, here's an odd thing. We both ask of our fans to help promote the podcast. And mm-hmm. oddly enough, we both get about the same amount of likes on the podcast um, from my smaller audience and your larger audience. Mm-hmm. It's like, like people don't, don't do it. Um, it's annoying. You know, it? when you, yeah. When you ask, I mean, it surprises me. Uh, yeah. it, it saddens me. It disappoints me for you that you put that plea out there and, and people don't share. And thank you to the people who do. And thank you to the people who do like it mm-hmm. and who do tune in. But um, yeah, it's a little thing that you ask. And as you say before, people ask, what can I do? And I think you're great and everything. And how can I help? And then nothing happens. Exactly. And it's a, it's a simple fucking thing. It's like, I'm not, yeah. And it's something simple. And it's just like you said, what can I do to help? I, I, I had three messages come through tonight while like five minutes before we went live. Anything I can do to help. Yeah. Share the podcast. That's it. It's not hard. I go to their pages, 830, not one podcast has been shared. Don't ask me, waste my time for you to ask me continuously. What can I do? What can I do? I'm telling you simple little things to do and you can't even do that. It's so what makes you think that I'm going to give you something more of a harder time? Yeah. You know what? Come over to my house and help me build a board game that's never been created before. And let's reach your hand out, right? Reach your hand out, open your palm, grab the air, squeeze your, squeeze your fist, right? You have something now in your hand, pretty much nothing, right? You're going to pull it back to your chest. I want you to open that up. What is in your hand? Absolutely nothing. When I do it and I pull it back, there's nothing there, but I create something from nothing. So if you can't even share a simple picture with a link, but you want to do something more engaging like that, I, I, I can't even trust I can't trust that to be done if you can't even share a simple podcast that the banner was made by you. The podcast was set up by me and we're putting in the work. Right. All you got to do is hit the share button and hit post, but you can't, but they can't even do that. But yet you want, they want to be involved in something a little bit more difficult than that. That makes no sense to me. So it's, it's, none of it makes sense, man. None of it. Oh, you should be bigger than, you should be bigger right now. How are you not in this? How are you not in that? Because nobody knows. The majority of people don't know about it, you know, because nobody shares it. So, yeah, is is what it is, man. I mean, it's it's just it's it it's repetitive. It's the same shit from different faces or the same people every single week. And this was more than just the podcast. You know, it's great when people message me, "Oh man, you're an inspiration. You're so great at this. You're so phenomenal at that." And you encourage me every day. I love I love the messages, right? I do love those. That's great and all. But then I forgot where I was going with this. I really actually wasn't going anywhere. I'm kind of just talking as if the microphone's not even here and people aren't even listening. I love those messages. And I love when people hit the like button. I love when people do all that. But the fact that people are still sharing like negative shit too, they'd rather share negative shit than positive shit. They'd rather share, um, you know what? I'm going to go on Facebook right now and where, where, where's my Facebook button? Um, I'm going to scroll. The first thing that pops up uh, pops up is it's loading because it's stupid. 
Um, a picture. So why are you looking for that? So then just. So just being devil, I'm totally being devil's advocate here then. Uh-huh. So do you think a certain amount of, do you think that a certain amount of hate and frustration and aggravation is just part of the norm? Like, like and I, you know, easier to say than do is, you know, to ignore it. And I'm not telling you to ignore it. I, I mean, I would really like to dissect and understand why it happens, but why are people so vocal? Is it just because they're, they're cavalier on their keyboards behind, you know, behind the screen and they just feel they can rant and rave and say anything. Um, like, is it something to just, is it something to just, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, you, it, you can, I mean, to a point, like I've done it to a point, like I've ignored things to a, to an extent, like pick and choose my battles with it all. And then it's sometimes where they just keep going and they keep going. And you're like, okay, now I can't ignore this because you wake up in a bad mood or you're already in a bad mood and this person says something, you're like, now fuck it, you know? So you do it. And I feel like if I, if I acknowledged all the stuff that is said, it'd be a full-time job plus overtime because I wouldn't be able to keep up with it all. So, I mean, I do it more a lot. I bite my tongue a lot. So whenever I do react to it, um, publicly, like if I react to anything on social media, like with the hate and stuff, like this Joe Vitale guy or whatever, that's just because he's been at it for like two years or something. And it finally got to me because he wouldn't stop. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to react to him. Um, normally if I do that, it's because it finally has, there, 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 it's, it's because it's been happening for so long that I just am not going to bite my tongue anymore. And I come out of nowhere and attack it. So it looks like I'm like the big bad wolf too, though. You know, like I'm the bully because I never right. slowly built up to this blowout. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. oh, you wanted me to slowly build up to it? I, I don't have, no, I'm not because then that means I'm entertaining it for too long. I'd rather just blow it up and end it. So I get a lot of that shit too. Like once I react to something, it's like that's what everybody's waiting for. And then it's, you need to calm down, stop letting people get to you. Again, just do you and don't worry about the haters. <laughs> and I, you know, I just laugh. I'm like, man, what what is it like to work a fucking nine to five job and not have anything else going for you? That's what I want to know. Like, I have not done that in over eight years. Like to just wake up, put on pants, clock into a job, clock out at a certain time. Because God forbid you go into overtime, maybe go have some drinks after work. That's a big maybe. Come home, be miserable, watch your favorite show that was being uh, on, on, on whatever streaming network it is you watch just to go to sleep and plan for the weekend with all your friends to go drink the same old shit that you've been drinking, meeting up with the same people that you've met up with every single day that you hang out with most likely at work. To me, that sounds boring, but... I could see why people that do that love to get in people's lives like mine and possibly even like yours. You know, I get it oh, I because their life I, sucks so bad yeah. that they have to get involved in others that are more inter- interesting, I guess. But they don't realize that half the time they're being a problem, not a solution. And maybe that's what stirs their life up a little bit. You know, they feel like, oh, wait, they're voicing their opinions publicly why can't i voice my opinion to them publicly and i get that i understand it 100 percent. 
So by all means, that's fine and everything. But I'm also not sitting here calling people a rapist, a faggot, a racist, or, or any of those things, you know? So I don't understand, yeah. like, how – that's not really an opinion. Like, you know, that's like – that's a – that's slander is what – Looking to stir shit up. Yeah. What that re- – yeah, like, yeah, that's – like – but I'm too rude on your podcast. Oh, that's cool. That's that's cool. That's an opinion. Not you're a, you're, you're a racist faggot who beats kids and rapes women. Oh, that's – that's pretty that's that's pretty precise to be saying that. So where did you get your facts from? Where did um, you get your facts from? And if you if you don't and and none of that is true, then why are you here? Like change exactly. the channel, unsubscribe, the channel. That is it. move exactly. along. You know, mm-hmm. like what is your problem? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, I, I think these these people feel that their voice is then heard by spouting off like that. Nevertheless, even though you know all that stuff not to be true, I know all that stuff not to be true. At the end of the day, we're humans. We're humans with beating hearts. We have emotions. I don't like when people say negative things, whether they're true or whether they're not. I hate the conjecture of you're this or you're that or like, it's just not fair. As you say, like, where are your facts? What is that about? At the end of the day, it's about you. It's about you hearing what you want to hear or mishearing what you thought you heard and, and trying to stand on your pulpit and have your voice be heard. Um, it's sad. I'm sad for you uh, that you have to put up with that. And I, I think it's like, you know, I go back to this talked about yesterday, my time in the hotel business and my job was customer service. Um, you always hear from the complainers, the littlest thing that would go wrong. The littlest thing would be blown up into the biggest problem. Um, mm-hmm. And then what you have to remind yourself is that, okay, so I had 12 complaints today, but we had 2,400 guests overnight. So we obviously got it right a much larger portion of the time, just because they mm-hmm. don't come down and give us a big cheer in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but those people who, those negative people, man, they, they drain it out of you. Negative people, I mean, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what area of life. Negative mm-hmm. people drain it. They drain so much energy. It's so much of an energy suck. No wonder you're exhausted. No wonder you're tired. Um, no wonder you can't ignore it. You don't have the strength to ignore it, frankly, I think. Because um, mm-hmm. you're, you're beaten up by it. Um, yeah, no, it sucks, man. Sorry for that. And 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 you just nailed it too. And that's what it is. People are so quick to address negative shit. And it's like at a restaurant, right? Same thing. Same thing as hospitality. A restaurant. You know, yeah. if you're having a bad experience, you're gonna make it known. But if you're having a great experience, you're just gonna be quiet. It's almost like, well, by me not saying anything bad, you should already know that I'm having a great time. But that's not true. That's like being like, well, hey, do you still like me? Well. You should know I still like you because I never told you that I don't like you. I'm here, aren't I? Um, <laughs> right. But what? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's still good to hear, you know, and it's right. Like it, it goes in so many different ways and it's like, okay, yeah, that's great. But people get divorced all the time without talking and asking. So that's why it's good to be reassured that, hey, do you still love me? 
Absolutely. I still love you. Um, yeah, it's ignorant to think that just because it's not being said that they should assume that it was a good time or you should assume that I still care about you. You should assume all these things. I don't think people should assume anything. Being that people are so quick to speak negative about things, it's, it's kind of like the gay shit we were talking about yesterday. I say gay shit like it's a bad thing to talk about, but the, the I know coming out, the coming out of the closet, how people are so afraid to, right? Like that's a negative thing. And it's almost the same thing. Like I'm afraid to say positive stuff. Because it's, that's not what's really promoted in the world right now. There's really no positivity being promoted. It's always negative stuff. So we're quick to jump to the negativity and coming out of the closet is they're, they're probably mentally formed like where it's like, man, that's a bad thing. That's a negative thing because that's all we see. We don't see people cheering for others who come out of the closet. People get quiet about it. And when they come out of the closet, nobody's clapping and throwing a party for them. They're just like, they're just not saying negative shit. So when they come out, they're like, oh, okay, well, nobody said anything bad, but nobody is saying anything good. Where's my support? Because mentally, they still may be struggling. Just because nobody said anything bad doesn't mean that they're mentally still not like, oh, my God, what do I do? Where's my support? And it's the same thing for people who are like, okay, cool. Nobody said anything bad about me, but I still feel like I didn't do a good job. Like, should I be praised for my job? Should I be praised for doing something not bad? And it's almost like that's a negative thing to do is praise somebody. Like people feel bad about doing that. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's, it's, I don't understand it. I don't understand the logic of how everything got twisted around that. Like a compliment is, should not be given because what, what is that? No. What is it? Um, by not saying anything, you also gave an answer kind of thing. Like avoiding a question yeah. is also giving an answer. It's the same thing in a positive way. Like everybody looks at that as such a negative thing. Oh, well, you avoided the question, didn't answer it. That's loud enough. Remember we had a conversation about that too. Like sometimes yeah. no, no, yeah. Word, no words are your answer or whatever. Yeah, saying yeah. nothing is a very loud answer. But I think it goes, mm-hmm. whether it's about – In a positive way too. Mm-hmm. Or about something positive. But I think – we've become so jaded that when people say positive things, um, we think they're sucking up to us or we think exactly. they want something else or we don't, yes, we think that they want something we don't take from it us. as face value. Like, exactly. It's, it is hard to compliment people mm-hmm. because they then sort of feel skeptical about it. A lot of people have a compliment. I think I've gotten my head around it, but I used to be one of those people. I just, I, I was just taught to do a good job. I'm just doing a good job. And uh, somebody would say something about what I was doing and I would, I would almost feel awkward about it. Like almost, well, duh, what am I, what, yeah, like, what were you expecting? Right. <laughs> like, oh, you showed up to work um, on time. Yay. Well, what'd you think? I was supposed to be here. So kind of confused. Well, yeah. Or, or, you know, doing the job that you're supposed to do. But then again, that just goes to, and again, having been a manager in managerial situations as well, you do have to reward that stuff because there are a lot of people who who don't show up for work on time, who don't do mm-hmm. the job, who don't play mm-hmm. by the rules, who don't mm-hmm. follow the golden rule and the good book and everything we were taught about saying please and thank you and just do the job. And they have a lot of coming back to something that we started off the conversation with, a lot of entitlement and expectations. That mm-hmm. come from God knows where. I don't know where. Um, like I worked uh, this this past winter, I worked a factory job. 
because I was I just needed to do something and I was working a night shift and I felt I never stopped working never stopped there's an old McDonald's thing if you time to lean time to clean so I would always be cleaning something or pushing a broom or doing something but I would be astonished by the number of people who just stood around just stood around mm-hmm. and 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 management yeah, until management comes by and then all of a sudden they get busy um, and as soon as management's gone they're back to leaning around I just I I don't know I think it's just you know you and I are different people I think we're we are people of integrity I don't know if it's because we're old souls I don't know if it's just because we were brought up and taught differently um, but man, I wish there was a renaissance to that period of, of you know, just, just decency, just being polite, just not being so goddamn righteous. Mm-hmm. But, you know, righteous for what you deserve, but not, um, what am I trying to say? Not, not entitled, not the simplest mm-hmm. word. This whole, everybody wins a prize, everybody gets a blue ribbon at the race, mm-hmm. I think has really, has really damaged us. And to some degree, I think even social media, everybody gets a voice. Not such a good thing. Some people don't know. Obviously, as, as you're experiencing, some people don't know how to handle that voice. They don't know how to handle the communication. They don't know how to interpret it. I, I don't know. That's my two cents. That's me rambling. <laughs> no, no, no. That's right. It's it's what it is. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't really know what else to say on that topic, honestly. And I was listening to, I was listening to music right before we went live, like a minute before we had to go live. And I was, I was thinking we should do a show. We should do a two hour show where, cause I can upload all the music, you know, over here to the side. Well, you can't see it, but I can upload all this music. We should just do that. Like a music request kind of show where we're obviously still live. You and me on air. And then just playing the yeah. just playing music, playing some of your favorite hits, playing some of mine, taking music requests. I think that'd be really cool. That would be very cool. And they are, yeah. actually, we probably line up two hours of music between us. And if like we not maybe necessarily take requests because that might be challenging, but just explain why we like it, explain where we first heard it, explain yeah. the emotions that those songs bring to the forefront of our minds, uh, life experiences that happened. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be very. Yeah, cool. that'd be cool. Right? I'd be down. Really, kind of, yeah. We should plan. We should plan. We should plan that when we're together, because then we can just sort of, uh, yeah, we can maybe upload the stuff or talk about it. Um, yeah, that would be cool. We can. Yeah, we can do that with the show when you get here. When you come, we can do that. That would be a good thing. Um, I drove to Toronto today to take my dog back to my ex. Uh, I had torrential rain on the way there. It was brutal. And then my air conditioning broke on the way back. <laughs> it was like 98 degrees in the car. Well, it had to be more than 98 degrees. So I'm driving with the windows down, sweating buckets, trying to get back here tonight. And, uh, yeah, that was that was my day. I sort of got up <laughs> late, pushed the, pushed the snooze button too many times. Uh, uh, always excited always after me. the show. So last night I was, yeah, my mind was spinning and just uh, – oh my God, I should have said this. And I only glossed over that and I didn't talk about that and I didn't talk about this, but. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. It goes by quick, doesn't it, sometimes? It does. I was, 
I have to say the first part for me last night felt, I guess because it was me talking, felt long. Um, mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it was over. And then all of a sudden it was over. And it was just like, wow, that just really, that just really flew by. But um, I don't know, like even tonight, we're just going on here. We're coming on to an hour, not too, not too far in. And, yeah. um, you know, go ahead. No, you said what you said. Um, and it sucks. Like I'll, I'll definitely be thinking about how to, to help it, how to curtail it. Um, don't know what more we can ask people um, criticism about the show or things we could do why you don't share it um, I don't I don't know um, like I said when I started sharing your stuff before we were even connected um, it was enlightening to people they didn't know that I had sort of an interest in paranormal anything so then it was just like another side of me i wonder if people are embarrassed or scared um they don't want to <laughs> they don't want to come out as paranormal <laughs> or, <laughs> they don't want to come out of their closet yeah they don't want to come out of the paranormal closet um come out from under the bed um yeah i don't know it's uh it's a mystery to me it's uh oh. i just kind of wish in every aspect of the world right now i mean just look at just look at everything that's going on in the world right now. I just wish there was peace. I just wish there was peace. I just wish we could all get along. I wish people were kinder. I wish people were gentler. Um, I use that word a lot. I use the word peace a lot. I wish people peace. Um, like if somebody passes, I wish them peace. Even if somebody starts a new relationship, I wish them peace. I just sort of think if you have peace, then you then you probably have everything else in place. Like if you're at peace, then you must have a decent job. If you're at peace, then you must be comfortable with the money you make. If you're at peace, then you must have, you know, so I just sort of figure that's sort of like the blanket greeting I can give everybody. It's just, I just mm-hmm. wish them peace. I don't know. To me, that sort of seems the safe, the safe yeah. word. Maybe it's too safe. No, I like it. So, is there anything um, anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to get off your chest? Uh, I don't know. Not since yesterday, I don't think. No? How's your daughter? Have you talked to her? Uh, I, I haven't talked to her since the last time she messaged me. I'll kind of like, I just, it's like, honestly, it's like, I, I even told her, I was like, you know, you can always message me <laughs> like if you want. And I feel like I bother sometimes. Like, I don't want to keep messaging her and bothering her and... Honestly, just kind of, I'm just not in the mood to message. Like, this is going to sound dickish, but I'm just not in the mood to message her for small talk. Like, right. Just I get it. I'm okay. You know what I mean? It's like, and she, cool. yeah, and like, she's, and she's what? She's 15. Yeah, so she's 15. She's in her own little world at 15. You know, she's like, it's, yeah. <laughs> I'll probably message her. What's today? Sunday. I'll probably message her tomorrow and be like, hey, how was your first week of school? Because she started school last week, and I'll be like, how was your weekend? Um. COVID is good to go. Otherwise, she wouldn't be in school. So, yeah, I'll message her probably tomorrow, Monday. Well, that's good. I mean, I guess that's Ask what I was saying. So if, if she's in school and COVID is good, then that's, that's a good sign. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's good. And, and yeah, small talk is ridiculous. Like, yeah, better to, to email or text or call somebody when there's, like, really something, something to talk, to talk about. about. Yeah. Yeah. 
every day I don't want to be like, hey, how are you? Like, say the same shit for to be like, I'm fine. How are you? And then I tell her, yeah. and that's it. That's the end of the conversation. Like, oh, cool. Great well, conversation. Then, then she becomes, yeah, then she becomes that kid that rolls her, rolls her eye when her phone's ding. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. my dad. You know, you don't, you don't need that. You need the, you need the genuine relationship that you've established and, and it will continue to flourish. That's cool. Um, how about weather down in Florida? Is anything happening sort of in that area? of your uh, there's, I mean, there's a hurricane that's hitting uh, Louisiana again, <laughs> a, a stronger one than Katrina hitting Louisiana wow. again right now, which is the outskirts is hitting my house down there. Uh, that's frustrating. Cause I want to get down so there and stressful. check on it. Yeah. It's yeah. That's yeah. That, on top of everything else, I dealing with that too. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I may go down there, honestly, this September 7th through like the 10th, I may take a couple more days off and just drive on down there. It's a long drive, but it, it has to get done or it's never going to get done. And I need a peace of mind aspect for it. I was going to drive down there August 31st through the third, and um, piss off with Miami and not go down to Miami. I'm going to go down there to film anyways. So there's more of reasonings than I'm going down there for. Um, I am going to do the, do, I know I posted about it already, about the experiment that I'm yeah. going to do where I'm going, I'm literally going to die. My, 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 my vessel, my, my, my consciousness and my energy will leave my body. And I know I said that I did that already. Yeah. I know. kind of how I it know. came I off anyways. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I told I'm you I'm scared. I, I'm excited for you, but I'm scared. I trust your energy and I trust your insight. And I, I said to you, I said, I now know, I now know how uh, Bessie Houdini felt when Harry Houdini would do one of his uh, um, <laughs> dunk, dunk tank escapes. It was like, oh my God, like, <laughs> I, I know he's going to do it, but man, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna... nervous for him. I just, I just got to say, I'm honestly nervous. I'm, I, it, it, I, yeah, it's going to be good. I mean, so what, nervous what... Yeah, and and what I'm going to do is I'll tell everybody how I'm going to do it because there's no way people are going to catch up to this because, one, you just can't get Bufu or DMT um, at the snap of your fingers. It's one of the most illegal things you can get in the United States anywhere, honestly. I think it's I think it's legal in, like, Peru and shit like that. But um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to film waking up on the 31st early in the morning with, my, with, with the phone, with my iPhone. It's all going to be shot with an iPhone. <laughs> I'm going to film me getting my, my bags together, talk about what's going to be happening. Hey, guys, you know, I'm headed to Miami to do this. I'm going to film me in the car driving, a little bit of me in the airport maybe, and on the plane to take off, landing, kind of just film as much as I possibly can of that. But what people need to understand about this, about urban legends of the paranormal, it's not going to be an hour-long thing. It's going to be – they're going to be very quick episodes because I want them to get to the point. I can't stand when I would sit there and watch a ghost show for an hour and just get to the point. You know what I mean? Like right. we're in that day and age where get to the point. Cause we're so used to watching quick YouTube videos, quick TikToks, quick, all this. So the new generation is accustomed to that. So I'm trying to adapt to that. And so these are going to be quick clips to the main point. The main point is August 31st. When I arrive in Miami, I'm going to, I'm going to shower. I'm then going to take a shit ton of LSD and I'll probably film that and the build up to what's going to happen. So I'm going to do the LSD to open up my mind really. And then I'm going to, I'm then going to hold on one second. Can you hear me? Okay. 
Yeah, I can hear you fine. Um, hold on. Can you? Oh, there we go. Someone said they lo- I lost you. I'm assuming meaning on the thing. Anyway, so I'm going to take a bunch of DM or LSD on the 31st at like 10:30 in the morning. Trip hard all day and film it. That's going to open up my mind. The first, which I believe is a Wednesday, I'm then going to almost detox my body, really stress-free, really focused on the energy that I need, film that, all that fun stuff. The next day on the second is when I'm going to take the DMT, the Bufu. What you do is you smoke that out of a, I want to say it's like a crack pipe pretty much. And I'm going to take one good hit hold it in, release it. My body is then going to give out on itself. I'm just going to, my, my body's going to be completely cleansed. Uh, the LSD is already going to be in my, in my system still with my mind wide open. I'm then going to fall backwards slowly. I'm going to get placed down. I'm just going to lay there for about 20 minutes. And that's where my, my, my energy, my consciousness, my subconsciousness will escape my body. And I'm going to have the, my, my iPhone filming, I'll have someone else's iPhone filming from another angle. And none of this is going to be a night vision. I want people to understand that this is not a paranormal show. This is an urban legends show. Okay. This urban legends is the, the, the point of this urban legend is can this actually be done? It, 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 Cause the paranormal itself is an urban legend. Right. It, it, it's not factual. Right? It's, it's just an urban legend. The whole concept of the paranormal really is an urban legend. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to have the spirit box going. I may if I do this at nighttime, I may have a night vision camera going on. I'm not really sure what time of the day I'm going to do it. Um, but if I do, I'll have a night vision camera going. I'm going to have a digital voice recorder. And I'm going to have a spirit box. The individual with me who's going to put me under. Um, I'm going to have questions that they're going to ask and they're going to ask them in an appropriate manner. I'm going to go over this with them all on film, what to say, what to do. So everybody who watches the episode are going to know the questions that are going to be asked. Cause I'm going to say these questions. I'm going to go right. under. She's then going to address these. You're going to see that my mouth is not moving because I'm going to be knocked the fuck out completely. I'm going to literally have nothing in me. Bufu and DMT is the closest you come to death without dying. And I want to see if I can speak with my with my energy out of my vessel, if I could speak on a digital voice recorder. Can you hear my voice come through on that spirit box? Are you going to see with the night vision camera, if we do it at night, my energy and my shadow literally exit my body through gotcha. infrared? You know what I mean? Because that, that's what yeah. the paranormal is said to do, right? That, that it's just the energy. So will you see that? That's what I want to prove. And if that can happen and that that does happen, that's going to change the laws of physics, of science, of the paranormal. It is literally going to redefine an entire uh, civilization, right, of how of how energy works. The whole school of thought, for sure. Literally everything. And if I could, if I, when, when I wake up and I play back the digital voice recorder, and if you hear my voice on that, you know, so the spirit box isn't recording. That's just, that's live. That's right. scanning. Yep. The digital voice recorder is recording. What I can do with that when I play it back, if I hear my, because you won't hear my voice on the digital voice recorder. It's just recording. So when I wake up and get my, get my shit together and I, I'm actually up, 
I'm then going to grab the digital voice recorder. I'm going to hold it up to the camera. I'm going to play it back. Nobody at that point, even myself, I don't know if I even said anything on there or not, you know, unless I wake up and I remember that I did do that because I could see it. Maybe I'll wake up and be like, I saw myself laying there. I walked up to that digital voice recorder and I'm telling you that I said this in the recorder. And if I play that back and you hear that, I think that will change everything. So I'm not saying that's going to happen, but that's what I'm hoping for. So if I play that recorder back, right, and you hear a voice, you hear anything, what I'm going to do is take that to a specialist who can analyze this. They're going to plug it into a computer. I'm then going to speak just like I'm speaking now, my regular voice, and we're going to see if the frequency of my voice matches the frequency of that digital voice recorder pickup because if they match up just like a fingerprint you're going to know that that was my voice i spoke as i was not even in my body so that's what i want to do and wow i i feel that has never been done in the history of anything that has never been done so and i believe You 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 just thought that up between sets the other day (laughs) <laughs> what's that what's that you just you just thought that up between sets the other day like yeah, that's, yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's elaborate that's a lot of planning and a lot of thought to go into to that like kudos to you that's wild it is it is and that's kind of like again i want to share that with everybody just so they can see that's just the thought of what i'm going to do then i actually have to follow through with that action then i have to edit that action yeah. um and that's what I was talking about, how reach your hand out, grab the air, like you just got an idea, pull it back to you and create something from nothing. And this is what separates me as a paranormal investigator from everybody else. And a lot of people have said, what makes you better? What makes you any different? Have you not been watching? Have you not been listening? (laughs) The footage I'm going to post tonight on YouTube, once we're done with this, I'm not going right to bed. I'm going to, I got to edit some footage and I'm going to upload it tonight. So um, regardless of my headache, regardless of everything else, cause there's still work to be done, you know, and what, what, with, with, with my Tourette's and me able to, sometimes I can't control the twitches, you know, but I can control my mind. What I mean by that is I can feel cause the, your brain is just a muscle. I can feel me closing right. off part of my brain and opening up another side of my brain. It's really weird, hard to explain, but being that I have Tourette's, I can control my muscles way better than anybody else. And experiment that I'm going to do with, with the DMT and the Bufu and, and, and going under, I really feel like I am going to be able to have control over my consciousness. So I think this will work. To what extent, I do not know. But I do think it will work because I I believe that I have so much control again over my mind and the pineal gland is what's you know in your in your brain and that's pretty much yep. what's going to set this off with the lsd which is going to open me up to where okay i'm focused right now this is what i need to do one day of detox the next day dmt and i'll have total control over it so it's going to be a very interesting thing i'm not going to go live for it because i need my my, my phones to film everything yeah, but I may go live prior to taking the LSD 
um, or while I took it, I'll be like, hey, guys, I just took it in because I'm, I'm not trying to get banned again for 30 days. I really want to be unbanned for my birthday right. and you being here. So I may not actually do any of that stuff. I would love maybe. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's really yeah, it. That's and, you know, and, 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 you know, and, goes to show, like you said, all of the thought and the planning into of what you need, mm-hmm. the right support to make it happen, the place to make it happen, how it's going yeah. to be filmed, how it has to be communicated mm-hmm. to the person that's supporting you. Yeah. It, these shows it, don't just come together. They don't. Um, they don't. And the person that I'm doing this with is amazing. She is amazing. Um, her name is PJ. I will give I will give her credit for that. Pilar is her name. Um, I will give her credit for that. She is the one that introduced me to the LSD. She's the only person I've ever done LSD with. And she's the only one I trust, honestly, and even giving me the DMT other than a shaman. Like shamans kind of know what they're doing, but shamans don't want to be put on film. I need somebody right. who is willing to be put on film because they are giving me an illegal substance. Um, however, it's not illegal to take illegal drugs. It's illegal to sell illegal drugs and it's illegal to break buy them in the process you can have them and you can do them you just can't you know take them through customs and do crazy shit but um you know i do love to just obviously i do love to give credit where credit is due so i do want to address her and let her know that you know if it wasn't for her none of this would be that it would the, the thought process of me doing this of the, the, the going under and pretty much getting as close as I can to dying does, is something that I've thought about for years ago, but the process of it actually happening is going to be doable because of her. So that, um, and a great amount of responsibility with that too. So yeah, you yeah, I mean, she, can absolutely trust. She's really going to have more responsibility than I am because when I do wonder, she's going to be the one to make sure I'm okay um, while I'm laying there. It's going to be up to her to say the questions properly and give enough pause in between because I'm not going to be able to say, no, no, refilm this. There's no refilming this. So, Right. This is, like a, one take, this is a one-take this is a one, deal. A one-take deal, and I do trust her to do it. And I'm sure there's other people who claim they can, but I just trust her in giving it to me and smoking it properly and putting my head down and making sure I don't just fall over to the left and crack my skull open. You know, so yeah. there is a lot of there is a lot of trust in this person to be able, you know, for me to go and say, you know, I trust you fully to do this. So let's do it. Um, so, yeah, just want to give credit, you know, obviously where credit is due with this person. And I think that that I think that should I personally think that that tells a lot about how I do feel towards this person that I trust them with that much responsibility, not to film the show. I don't give a shit about that. I could film anything I want, you know what I mean? Wherever I want, but to trust them with my life pretty much because of what this drug does do, you know? Yes. Yes. <sighs> but other than that, yeah, that that's, that's, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen for episode two. I already know what I'm doing for episode three. And after that, kind of just going to wing it, you know, for episode four, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I, I, I need to focus on episode two first and make sure that goes according to plan. Yeah. Well, it'll come to you. Episode four will come to you organically as, as things do. And 
Mm-hmm. And, and then, you, you know, the other thing, too, just the way your mind works, and it's not without effort, as I say, but I, I also can sense that you're a guy who put you – you see all the pieces. You know all the moving pieces that need to be pulled together. Um, like, you're probably an excellent project manager. Like, you, you, can, you can see all the big moving pieces, and it's just a matter of getting them all together. Um, you probably think very quickly in that regard. Do you, th- do you think that of yourself? Um, to get like the moving pieces. To, sorry, the roommate was leaving and opened the door and wanted to say oh, bye real quick. No, so my no, mind no, kind no, of no got distracted with that. Yeah, what, no, say, what, what was that again at the end, the last part? You, you probably, you probably like everything that's going into that is not without effort and not without thought, but you strike me as the kind of guy who'd be a great project manager because you probably can in your mind contemplate what the big moving pieces are and what they need to be and then pull the whole scenario, not necessarily manifest it and make it happen. Like that takes time and effort, but you've got this pulled together, but in your mind, know the steps that need to happen and know what needs to happen and know what's going to be needed and know who's going to be needed. Do you find for you that that comes together very quickly? Like, um, yeah, see, I, yeah, for me, like I, I, a lot of people say I'm a huge procrastinator, right? And I'll agree, I am. But say I have all, okay, for instance, this show, right? Episode two, right? Is going to be filmed with this. I knew the concept I wanted. However, I didn't come up, no, no fucking lie, guys, this is, this is real. I did not come up with what I just told you, how I'm going to do it, just came to me as I'm telling you, talked it out of my head into you while I'm walking through the steps. So I had oh, no wow. idea how I was going to do it until now. So I just figured that out. So two days from now, that's how I'm going to film it. So I w- the last minute when it's when when my back is up against the wall because I have no other option like this is it this is all I can do right now because there's no more time left honestly I come up with the greatest ideas or the greatest concept of how to make it happen because if I have all the time in the world I'm like Shh, I have time it will come to me and when it comes to me I'm gonna allow that energy to manifest it to me does that make sense so it's like yeah totally no no I, totally and I think it's I think you've been you've been processing it all subconsciously, but yeah, you don't consciously yeah. think about it, and then it just comes to you. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So and that and that's it. so yeah, like because like I even said years ago, I wanted to do something like this. I didn't know how it was going to get done, but again, I put that energy out there, and here it is. It's capable of happening now. And again, that just goes with the law right. of attraction. So I trust energy more than I trust my own conscious thoughts because my subconscious everybody's subconscious is through their pineal gland which is which is really um deep down inside of 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 uh, of them it's something they always want to bring to the conscious state and i believe when it's that fight or flight moment your subconscious is boom this is what you need to do you know what it is you need to do i'm now going to make it conscious enough for you to understand do it this way that's and, a really interesting concept i mean i think i think I think that's part of being a professional. Like, you know what to do. Like, you know what to do. Yeah. If we, if we have too much time to procrastinate and too much time to overthink, um, God, I love it when people just like, like I guess I'm, I'm sort of been accused of being one of those people too, that procrastinates. And then yeah, people, oh, I don't know how you pulled that out of your ass. I don't know how you put that together. And, you know, and it's kind of like, because that's what I do. Because, yeah, because yeah. I, like, like that, it's sort of like we talked about before with the jobs and stuff. It's like, what were you expecting? Like, that's what I do. That's, that's how I do things. And I think you're, I think mm-hmm. you're right. I think you probably 
process this all subconsciously and then uh, you're so like you just know the right thing to do and you do it. You just know Rather it. Rather yeah. dither, dithering around mm-hmm. with, oh, we could do this or we could do that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Mm. That reminds me of some business conversations and discussions I've had. Like I could always see the end result. Like there'd be this big conundrum that would have to be discussed mm-hmm. in meetings and blah, blah, blah. And I would be like, this is what we need to do. Exactly. And everybody would be like, well, we can't just possibly rush to that conclusion. They're like, well, that's what we need to do. And then we do all the meetings and all the research and hire the consultants and this and that. I was like, oh, that's what Hartley said we needed to do three months ago. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know yeah. what, like, I wish I could make money out of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Like, you know, I wasn't always right. I wasn't always right, but I was always pretty damn close. And, you were right uh, enough. And, to, if they would have just took those steps, you'd be three months ahead of the game. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I wish I could. Mm-hmm. I wish I could make money out of that. And I can't tell you how many times I've, I've had, I've had managers or bosses come back and sort of say, on the side. So what do you think we should do? Like trying to trying to find out what I think because they they'd seen in the past that I had somehow predicted the outcome in the end. I don't know. It's just I just if you give me all the information, I can process it and very often see the outcome or what the outcome needs to be. And I'm not impugning what I want to happen or it, it's, it's really based on this is what needs to happen. <laughs> I don't know if it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. And I have, the, yeah, same, well, I have the same thing with, I have the ahead. same thing with people too. I would have, I have a, an ex employer who, who, who would constantly say, Oh my God, you were always right about people. We'd meet a new client and say, mm, I don't know. Something's not right here. I don't trust this guy. I don't like her. She's not, mm, I don't know, something's wrong. And it would manifest itself. And then some people would come back to me and say, you pegged her on the first day or you pegged him on the It's like, I don't know. It's just a sixth sense. It's a gift and yeah. a curse. <laughs> You're the same. Yeah. It, no, it really is. It is. And, it's, and then that's why a lot of times, like if you notice how on my posts or sometimes I'll be like, God, I'm always 10 steps ahead. Like always. Because I already know. You know, and I can't explain how I know where people with my investigations would be like, dude, you're so far ahead of your time. Like it's, but I'm not really doing anything that to me that that intense that much. But I think the different, the difference is like, yeah, you're, you're in the meeting, you know, you're in the meetings and you're telling these people this. And then I'm like in the public telling people this and the same concept though, you know, it's just different scenarios. Yeah. And, but it, it all stems from the same from the same thing. And that's another reason why I think we click again so well. And we meet up and so PJ messaged me and said, well, she's saying, <laughs> uh, can't wait to be in all that you're going to maybe bring me in. Um, she's saying a lot of things actually, but she said, where, where is it? Um, about the DMT and you know, the Bufu, she's like ego death. Cause that's what, that's what this does. You know, LSD kind of does an right. ego death thing too, but DMT does more, which we've talked about on the show that we did. Um, she yep. said, ego death is an intense, is intense. The subconscious turns off and the other hemisphere of the brain turns on or asphyxiation on your own vomit is the biggest threat. So there are downsides. And I knew that part too. There are downsides to doing DMT. Like if your body rejects it, because it is poison, you can't throw up all over the place. That's why you have to have somebody there turn you to the side right. and whatnot. And 
all that. So if that happens, though, if that does happen when I do it, I don't think it will happen with me because I could feel, again, the conversation we just had. I feel, you feel it inside of you. You know what I mean? You can't explain right. it to others until it happens. You feel, and you're like, you, feel yeah, a, you feel a confidence with the outcome. You, yes. And, but if that does happen, because it could very well, I'm always going to be prepping for that too. I'm going to sure. film that. And I'm still going to air that happening because I feel like a lot of the stuff that is out there about it, they don't show that part of it in a way I'm hoping it does happen because I want people to see the truth aspect of it. Um, the rejection aspect of it, the side of it. But I also want the good, the shit that I did talk about to happen because that will change. The, I feel like it will change the whole entire paranormal community. Hands down, single-handedly done. Just revolutionize again, science and theories that we've all had about energy. So I'd rather that happen, but if the bad happens too, then I, I, I will air it. We will be filmed and people will see the bad side of taking this. Yeah. And I mean, if there is, I, I mean, you have that confident uh, approach to what you feel the outcome is going to be now. So I believe in that energy and I, I harness that energy with you and, and believe that. And if for some reason it does go the other direction, um, then you know, you'll be one of the people to learn from it and know how to tweak it for the next time. Yeah. Like, well, she did just say this that won't she, go wasted. Yeah. Well, she did just say that she has um, extra doses. So if that does happen, if the purging and the me throwing up and everything does happen, I'll just do it again the next day. Um, so maybe I'll probably do this then on like a Wednesday, not a Thursday. I'm not really sure because my flight leaves on Friday and I really don't want to do DMT fucking Friday and then have to jump on a plane. Right. Although I may, I may cause the flight leaves later, but I don't know. We'll figure that out when that time comes. Again, that's that whole procrastination thing. I, I usually can think better on the spot. Um, but I think it'll be a good thing. I think it'll be a great thing. I'm excited for, I've been wanting to do this for years. Oh, and not to mention, I also wanted to mention what I'm going to be doing. Um, I am going to be putting in on my body. I am going to stitch teeth, T E E T H human teeth into my side of the deceased. So I want to see if that can do something too. I want to see if that can bring out. Okay. So on the side of me, like in in my abdomen or anywhere on that, I want to, I'm going to wrap up in some wire, maybe some floss or something, get a needle. pierce it through my skin and stitch human teeth into me teeth from the deceased now i'm going to do this because i want to see if when i'm out on dmt if i can find the energy of that individual while i'm gone maybe they'll come to me and i can make them speak now what if that happens how cool would that be? The individual says their name on the digital voice recorder or the spirit box of whose teeth are attached to my vessel as I exit my body. And, and do, you, do you know at this point whose teeth they are? Like, so will you uh, be able to verify that? Yeah, I do. I don't know their, I don't yeah. remember their name at all right now, honestly, but right. I, I will come time to film. Yes. Yeah. No, get it. So, and I think that will be interesting too, you know? It's just, it's definitely, like I said, never been done before. And nobody can say after that, nobody can say like Joe Vitale or whatever his little fruitcake name is. 
oh, you're nobody. You just do the same thing everybody else done. Everything that you've done has already been done. Oh, I'm pretty sure no paranormal investigator has put a gun to their head, told the spirits to pull the trigger. I'm pretty sure no paranormal investigator has ever bled on a Ouija board and put human ashes on it. I'm pretty sure that has never happened publicly. But, okay, cool, if you say so. But this right here, nobody will be able to say that I am the same ever again after this. No. Ever. Ever. And if they ever say that I am the same, I will literally send them a link to this exact footage and be like, okay, tell me, tell me how I'm the same again. So this is pretty much a big fuck you and a big shut the fuck up and a big, a massive separation from myself and everybody else in the field. As if I already haven't done that enough, I'm now just going to pretty much hurdle myself <laughs> away from where I already am even further, you know, to where I can't be touched. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited. And and I yeah. am. I'm excited well, for PJ to actually be there. Like, I really am. Like, even, even all the, you know, even though some there's days where I want to strangle her and choke her and – what I just said, that's where people are going to be like, see, he abuses women right there. We knew he did it. I know. No. That's know. all they're going to hear. Exactly. That's one entire hour and a half conversation. They've been waiting for that yeah. line. They're going to like record this line right there and use that against me. Um, but, and, and I know that's not what you mean. I like, uh, yeah, I know exactly what you, I know what you mean. I know, I know what you mean, but uh, yeah, that's what, that's what the haters are going to hear. Yeah. That, that's all they hear. Yeah, but I am excited for her to join me on this journey because she is more knowledgeable in LSD. She is more knowledgeable on DMT. You guys can actually go to my website, therealstevenarcantello.com, and find a podcast her and I did together on LSD. Like Me and her were not on LSD at the time, but we right, talked but about it. LSD, and she did a lot of the talking for it. And I think this was like, I think we did the podcast after like my second time of doing LSD. It, it, it wasn't like I, I just started doing it. So but if you do want to go check it out, therealstevenarcantello.com, click the podcast tab and just find the banner that says uh, PJ and me, something about LSD. Not 100% sure what it says, but it is on there. Click the banner and listen. Uh, she is more knowledgeable than oh, that. She is more knowledgeable than the DMT. So I'm excited for her to be a part of this for this for this like i i just like i said the comfortability that i have for it, it it's going to be i think it will be great so yeah yeah well i will be there in spirit and energy wishing you uh success with the outcome and i know you know as i say i know that you've got confidence in the outcome i will be as i say i'll be nervous pj i want to be on speed dial <laughs> you could be on speakerphone you know dude you know it would be cool if we did okay. if we did it how cool would it be if we can go live as a podcast and do it like while I'm talking, we set it up. And of course, when I'm out, you'll be live. You can hear it. Um, and then people live on the podcast will hear the questions that PJ's asking. So pretty oh, much people will be narrating what's happening, but that, but you got to save it for the episode. You got to save it for the TV, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I, hate <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate waiting. I hate waiting. I'm bad at waiting when it comes to stuff like this. I'm just like, just show everybody right now. Fuck TV. <laughs> I uh, will start to do live shows, live live paranormal instead of taped. I guess that would be impossible because it just takes too long. Could you do live? I could do live with the techniques that I do. Yeah, I could just go live and be like, guys, right now what I'm going to do is get buried alive. Boom. Do it for like 10 minutes and pop up and be like, did you guys hear anything or not? You know? Yeah. 
and then cut it off. Because I did my live, I did lives at my house in Florida when I would do Ouija sessions and do the spirit box. I'd go live for like an hour, and people would tune in. I'd cut myself live on Facebook and bleed all over it and everything. Well, that's something we can do on the podcast. Can, yeah, we can do we can do, can we can do that. Mm-hmm. Especially that when you come here and we go, like if we're in that cabin in the middle of the woods, the spirit box should work pretty well. Being uh, it, that it, cabin in the middle, of, yeah, that's like on thirty acres in the middle of nowhere. So like we can howl at the moon all we want that night. There won't be too much distraction out there. <laughs> yeah, that would be perfect. And yeah, we can do something like that. I can bring the Ouija board and we can go live and do a podcast and I can bleed on it and show everybody what's up. And if I'm banned, live every night. Yeah, we can go live every night. Really, just build the audience up and get people interested. We can go live for some that of the photo shoots too. You could do that too. Yeah, It'll as long as I'm not banned, we just going on. live on your page. Lots going on. That's good. Now you won't be banned. Don't get banned again. I'm not gonna post. I'm not posting anything until after. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna do anything bad or say anything bad. Or I can't believe I still got banned over the one picture. Like literally in sweatpants. And like, remember the picture that I showed you? And it was a picture of a woman's tits. Literally nipple and all. Yes. Straight up titties. All I over know. the internet. And nobody bats a fucking eye for that. No, I, st- I still think a hater ratted on you. And it wasn't the algorithm that blocked you out. It's, it's, it's again, just a hater that just wanted mm-hmm. to shut you down. And they, they, take, they take deference to somebody's petty little complaint. When really what they should be saying is, well, if you don't want to see this content, it's not that bad. Just unsubscribe, leave the table, don't look at it anymore. Like, That's it. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't really break our standards. Or you've got mm-hmm. a big double standard, Facebook, because, again, I tell you, the stuff I see coming through as, as men's swimsuit wear and, and ladies' swimsuit wear is like, come on. What mm-hmm. Stephen posted is nothing near as erotic as as some of the things I see posted, but you're making money because it's a paid advertisement. So they won't That's shut why they're not so it, Facebook's got a big fucking double standard. Sorry, I'm just going to mm-hmm. say it. They do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I think it's going to blow up in their face. Um, it will. It will. Something, it will. Something's got to change. Mm-hmm. I think, but like you said, I think that's what should happen. If they see somebody constantly getting reported by people, the algorithm or whoever's behind that little thing should be like, hey, the same person keeps reporting the same person. How about we just kick them off their page? Makes sense, right? Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. What's crazy you is whenever I sit there and I – Yeah, and it, 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 what's crazy is whenever I fight the ban and I say I think you're wrong and Facebook comes back and be like, you know what? You were right. We made a mistake. We're sorry. They put my post back up but I'm still unable to post or comment or do anything. So the ban still sticks, but my post doesn't go away. That makes no sense either. I'm like, I'd rather you take my no post down and let me keep posting. You know what I mean? Take the picture down, take whatever it is that I said wrong out and let me keep posting. Don't put it back up. And I still can't post. That doesn't make any sense or just it, it's, it's dumb. That's totally backwards. And then the other thing that I would challenge them on is, if they looked at your account, they could see that this guy, oh, Stephen Urquintalo, he's, he's got a lot of fun. He's a content creator. He's somebody who draws people to our platform. Um, why would we want to shut him down? Like, who, like 
I don't know, I just don't understand who they're listening to or why. I understand that there are some things out there that are offensive that need to be taken down. I get that whole thing, but uh, I don't know. It's like reverse censorship. It's sort of like, I don't know. And, and why, why can't people censor themselves? If you don't like it, turn the channel. It's, it's not like it's illegal. It's not like you, it's not like you did anything illegal. You're, you're groping yourself in your sweats. And it was even a, not even a, I wasn't even really into with that. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even highly detailed. Um, it's just like, I, I don't know, I just don't get it. We're just going to listen to these little snowflakes whining and, yeah, uh, I don't know, it's, it's interesting times in the whole world with uh, all of the voices that want to be heard and, and that are getting heard. Um, and being given power. I'm just not sure, you know, in some cases it's good. In some cases it's really good. And in some cases it's just bad, 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 bad. Um, and I don't know, social media is to blame for it. I'm afraid here we are sort of, well, this is podcast isn't it's kind of social media, but uh, certainly not going to be shut down. Like, uh, like if we were doing a live broadcast on Facebook, Oh my God, our podcast would be shut down if we were doing Facebook live. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. No, absolutely. Both of us. Absolutely. What but, is um, up for? So when do you, when do you leave? When? Uh... Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday morning. My flight leaves early. I think at like six forty-five or something like that, and then I'll get down there um, at about nine twenty-two in the morning. Um, head to. Head to the apartment. I think I'm flying into Fort Lauderdale. Head to the apartment. Should be there. Uh, I'll, I'll hop in the shower. I'll get all done up. Because remember, remember how I told, told you, like, if you, when you do LSD, make sure, you know, you feel good. And I'm going to yes. shower all that. And clean and tidy. And, everything orderly. Yeah. And pop some LSD. Yeah. And just, yeah. Is it? Off you go. Off you go. Well, I'll be excited to... Uh... Yeah, I'll be thinking about you, and I'll be excited for the outcome and and confident in your perception of how it's going to go. I still want PJ to have me on speed dial. <laughs> or, or yeah, everything's okay. He's good. He's good. Um, that's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. Um, what else is that? What else do you want to talk about? Um, Man, I don't know. I kind of uh, – Angie sent me um, a – thing on what was it instagram again a question just got to find it again hello angie angie thanks again for your questions last night and for being you are one of our promoters and supporters very grateful for that thank you yes um she says what is something that many people take seriously but shouldn't so nowadays everything literally everything yeah it doesn't matter like people wait what was the question again what is the oh what is something that people take seriously but shouldn't yeah um everything man people 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 don't even want to take a joke anymore like literally if i say i've said the word retard before and people get mad like mad over that like retardation is the proper yeah. terminology why are you mad over me using the proper term gay people getting mad because they use the word gay straight people getting mad because somebody calls them gay. And it's like, dude, why is everybody so upset over stupid shit? I, I, yeah. I don't understand it. 
even even these podcasts, like me barely even saying anything and people assuming that I said something that I didn't, you know, and uh, it's impugning it's impugning a guilt by association. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. because you said you'd be OK with saying that you were gay. Oh, you must be gay or you must be a, a faggot or you must be like, yeah. no, 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 people. Uh, Never once have I ever. And believe me, if I was gay, I'm telling people I would not have an issue coming out being like. My name is Steven Urcantello, and I am gay. That is it. I wouldn't have an issue with that. I'm telling everybody that. I would go on Facebook. Yeah. I would do it right here. I would go on Facebook. I would be all over the internet being like, I'm gay. And most people would probably be like, finally, we knew it, but finally. Because a lot of people do assume I'm gay. But assuming that I'm something doesn't mean that I am that. You know what I mean? Assuming that I right. rape women doesn't mean I rape women. Assuming I beat children, assuming I'm racist doesn't mean I am these things. But, and again, we have to contextualize what you just said because some people are just going to hear what you just said. And that I am oh, gay. He said it. He said it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, that's yeah. not what he said. He was making an example. People, come on. Um, yeah. Yeah. But that's what I think. I think. I think a lot of people take everything too serious. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just, it's a joke. If they get offended for it or if they feel like it's offensive, they get mad about it. And I do believe, and I will stand by this 100%, and I know you're a gay gay white man, but I do think straight white men have it the worst because we are targeted as anti-gay, we're anti-black people, we're anti-everything. Like, we, everybody thinks that straight white people are, if, if we support Black Lives Matter movement, we shouldn't because we're white. What the fuck do we know? If we don't support it, we're racist. If we don't support the gay rights, we're homophobic. If we do support them, then, well, you're not, you're not straight and you're gay. Yeah. It's like, it's a lose, lose for the straight white male people. And it's almost like we can't talk about any of this shit because if we do, it's wrong on somebody's end. You put a black man in front of me, a gay man in front of me, a Chinese person in front of me. I will be, the only racist person in the whole entire fucking room and all i got to do is sit still it's it's insane so i think that's another thing that that answers her her question is 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 just that like it's it's something that many people take too serious yeah that racist racism everybody's taking shit so serious like and i know this is something that definitely should not talk about but i know we're not going to get shut down because i said a million times there's nothing that we can't be canceled for anything out here um, I do feel like, I forgot what I was going to say. I do feel like everybody's so offensive over talking about race. And it's like, there has been, there's not one black individual that is alive today or somebody that they know that is alive that dealt with slavery. And just like I said before, there is not a single white person alive today or a single white person that's alive that knows somebody that's alive that owned a slave. So nobody in this world of any race should feel entitled for fucking anything because nobody to date was a slave. Nobody to date owned a slave. So why does anybody else feel as if they should get some type of recognition or a plaque or a school named after of them or statues being burnt down or scholarship? And why should the white man feel like we're targeted as racist when we did nothing wrong? You know what I mean? It's like it's kind of like what we talked about before. People holding the past against somebody else. It's legacy issues. Yeah, legacy yeah. issues. Yeah. So something that happened yeah. 200 years ago, you're gonna fucking blame people like us because what the fuck did I do? I don't even know anybody that owned a slave. 
but I'm a racist because of my pigmentation, but that doesn't make you racist for calling me a racist, right? I'm confused. You're calling me something that I'm not. So now you're slandering me and you're judging me based off my own pigmentation. But if I painted my face black, would I not be a racist anymore because I got the right pigmentation, right? I'm kind of confused as to how this really worked, but then I'd be a racist because I'm making fun of this. Yeah. For the straight white male, people don't understand that. Um, and, and again, it's almost kind of like the same thing. Like if I don't want to date a dude, that means I'm homophobic because I, I don't choose to date a guy. Like that doesn't make sense either. Oh, I rejected a gay dude. So that means I'm, I'm picking on you because I choose to not want to date a guy. The fuck? <laughs> like that doesn't, but I'm not picking on you because you don't want to date a girl. I'm not being like, ew, God, you're not straight or ew, gross, right. you're straight. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it, it goes every both ways. So I don't understand how that is something that I think the world needs to really just refocus on and understand how ridiculous that shit sounds. Now I'm going to be the biggest yeah. racist person. If everybody, whoever decides to tune in, the network's going to be calling me. What did you just say? <laughs> um, well, it's just, it's, it's, Again, as I, start, I said earlier, I just kind of wish, I just kind of wish there could be peace. Like if we had peace, then there would be equality. If we had peace, then there would be understanding. If we had peace, um, then there wouldn't be these legacy issues. They would somehow have been resolved either in people's mind or in people's uh, like, or with laws or whatever is required. Um, just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, everybody is deserving. Everybody has rights, but they all need to be equal. Whether your whatever your color is, whatever your gender is, whatever your gender choices are, whatever your sexual identity is, like it just, I don't understand why we can't be equal. Why can't mm-hmm. people be equal? Again, it, it comes back to. Here it's the word again. Entitlement. What is a sense of entitlement? What do mm-hmm. people take so seriously? What should mm-hmm. not people take seriously? Their sense of entitlement. That's what mm-hmm. they should not take seriously. Their sense of entitlement. Nobody's mm-hmm. entitled to anything. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. No. You're entitled to busting your fucking ass to get what it is that you feel like you deserve. Like you, everybody is exactly where they are in life because that's what you believe you deserve. If you believe that you deserve something else, entitlement is not going to get you that. You know what I mean? You're driving the car you're driving because that's what you subconsciously believe you deserve. If you believe you deserve better, you would go get better, period. It doesn't matter if you're what color you are. Nobody's being told no because you're black. There's not a single college, a single restaurant, a single diner, a single building that is saying you're not allowed in this building because of your color. So I don't know why people are still saying stupid shit like that. Nobody is holding you back because you're a woman. Trust me. Look on social media. If anything, I'm getting banned more than women who are posting nudes, and I post fully clothed pictures, and I'm getting banned. But yet, where, where, where's this equal rights shit at? Again, it's all being targeted back on women and other races outside of white feel like they're more entitled. And since they've bitched much more than the white man because the white man has no room to bitch, right? We, we, we can't because we were pieces of shit 200 years ago, apparently. 
But since they've done enough bitching, oh my God, we we damn we we got to give them a little bit more more entitlement, right? We got to give them stuff because they're bitching. The white man bitches were racist, right? Were part of the KKK or some shit. And it's like we we just got to keep right. our mouth shut. And I feel like again, like I said, nobody is entitled to anything. You have exactly what you have. If you are broke and you make twenty thousand dollars a year, that is because that is what you deserve because that's what you feel like you deserve. Because there is no reasoning that you cannot change that, especially with free education on the internet. Literally, on the internet, you can get a free education. You don't need a degree to go operate a business, to own a business. Go push a lawnmower and go be like, hey, 10 bucks a yard. You do 10 yards a day, it's $100. That's $700 a week. That's $1,400 in two weeks. That's $2,800 a month for doing baby yards at $10. And you can charge more than that. Charge 20 bucks and do five yards. Same thing. Not hard. Yeah. Get up seven in the morning. Be done by noon. Done. What's the problem? You just made $2,800 cash that you don't even have to claim to the government. So there's always things that you can do to have a better life. And that was just a quick example, right? Yeah. Like, no, exactly. it, it, and I think like give, me, give me an hour and I can give you better examples. The thing is, is people, like you said, people feel more entitled that, oh, well, somebody owes me something, you know, because you suck in life. You feel like somebody owes you something. Okay. And that's the misunderstanding of the word entitlement. Everybody is entitled, but it's not just handed to you. It's not, I think that's, people have come to interpret the word as entitled. It's meaning, oh, well, I should just get that. It should just be given to me. No, you're entitled to a better job. You're entitled to a better boyfriend. You're entitled to a better girlfriend. You're entitled to a better house. You're entitled to a better car. Work for it. Go get it. Yeah. Go get it. You're you're entitled to it. Go get it. Yeah. It's not just going to be given to you. Mm-hmm. What what are you thinking? You're mm-hmm. entitled to it, but it just doesn't come to you. Come mm-hmm. on. Hi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, here's it. here's one. Uh, we both work out. We both go to the gym drives me crazy but it doesn't drive me crazy i mean i I don't know about down in the states but it's it's pretty prevalent up here to have women's only gyms Mm -hmm. um for them to feel comfortable and safe and so have that and it does exist and it thrives and they make money but i Mm -hmm. promise you if you ever set up a men's only gym people would lose their shit. Absolutely. They would lose their shit. Why? Why? That's that's not that's not that's not equality. That's that's not it. I, as I, I've, I've said before, I'm a feminist. I believe in women's rights. I also believe in men's rights. And I'm not saying I want to do mm-hmm. because I'm gay or anything like that. I'm just I'm just saying. But that is a true example. Yeah. If, you if, if you're going to have one, then why can't you have the other? Oh, because White. the other one is too sexist and, and, and whatever the fuck it may be. Right? Doesn't make yeah, sense. Because exactly. if we're going to open up a women's gym, oh, well, let's have a men's gym. Well, then let's just have an all gay gym. Let's have an all lesbian gym. Let's have an all tranny gym. Fuck it. Everybody open up everything. You know, like. Exactly. And, exactly. Like, and we do. There, There is one in Gainesville, Florida, um, an all women's gym. And the all women's gym, I understand and can kind of let that one go only because men are pathetic in gyms. And women they do are. wear unnecessary shit in gym. No woman should ever wear to where your ass is hanging out. You're wearing your ass hanging out and your tits popping out. 
because you want the attention. So don't get pissed when you get the attention. Oh, guys are staring at me. Well, yeah, your cooter's hanging out and you're doing squats. What do you think? No, it, it, women are even looking at you because what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like those are shorts you wear to go to bed. So I get it. But then again, I don't get it because you shouldn't be wearing shit like that to the gym anyways. And it's human nature to stare at what looks nice. Like guys on a treadmill, if what's straight ahead is the squat rack and you're over there doing squats, what's he going to stare at? Like he's going to eventually look. Yeah. And just what it is and so i get why they did it to make them feel comfortable but you're right if they did a man's only gym no women wouldn't like it they would cause an up up or even men would be like oh what the fuck yeah no right straight men would be mad (laughs) well a lot of some of them might think it's well then you don't need to go there then you go to the, the gym that goes with both yeah some people would think oh this is geared at gay guys um I just, I just, yeah, I have absolutely, I'll just be clear. I have no problem with the women's only gym. I get it. I get it for a whole bunch of reasons because as Steven said, guys are pathetic. Not all guys, but some guys can be really pathetic to feel that it's inappropriate to have a men's only gym and for people to be outraged about that. There, that's all I have to say about that. I, I just like, like, that's just my point. I just don't mm-hmm. get it. That's not, that's not equality. That's not, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no, it's not. But and, and you and know what I have said, learned about women? women? Women are ridiculous because a lot of them will be like, we want equal rights. We want, we want to get paid just as much as men and do this. Yeah, no, you want that. But when it's time to do what a man does, you want to bitch about it. Like, I don't see you going out there and digging trenches. I don't see you getting your nails all dirty and doing this. No, you want a luxury job up in a high suite somewhere where you can sit in an office and be a CEO. Now, what confuses me about that is we've had judges that are women way before women started bitching about it. So I'm confused. We've had women in office. We've had CEOs who are women we've had people that run businesses that are women. So I don't understand what this whole like equal rights with women, they can vote, they can do everything a man can do. But then they want to bitch about, well, I don't get paid as much because I'm a woman. Well, who says that? Like, one, how do you even know? Because, one, you l- legally can't even know what another person makes at the job. That's against the law to know what somebody else makes. That's against confidentiality. Now, if they tell you that, great, they told you. But how do you know that that man's telling you the truth? You're just pissed because somebody told you something. And the fact is, maybe – you know, I, I feel like there's a lot that just wasn't really looked into certain things because I've worked in situations before where women have bitched about that. Do you realize that you didn't get the promotion because Tom was here for eight years longer than you? Has nothing to do with the fact that you have a vagina and he has a pussy or a dick. He's been here longer. He knows more about it. And he has a degree in the position. You do not. They're, it's why would they hire you? Right? Like, so I feel like yeah. a lot of them would bitch about things like that. But then again, you know, whatever it worked clearly, but, well, uh, but there, again, there, there I don't see them out there driving tractors. I don't see them plowing fields. I don't, I don't see them out there getting dirty and sweaty. They weren't complaining about that. I don't see them crawling in sewers. I don't see, I don't see them climbing up, um, doing electrical work on power lines. Right. I don't see them being pilots. I don't, you know, all they wanted was the comfortability of, I want to get paid the same as a man, 
but I still don't want to go out and do the dirty work. I want to sit behind a desk. So hate me for it. I don't care if every woman in the world is like, oh, you're sexist now. And do they, well, what? No, that's the reality of it. Like, I really don't see, see, unless they're butch and they're out there digging trenches. That's great. But they pretty much see themselves as a man anyways. So you're not going to be manicured and, and all dolled up out there sweating your ass off doing it, doing any type of construction. It annoys me. Clearly. No, I, yeah. I, and, and, but, and, but then there are, there are, I'm trying to think of them off the top of my head, but there are industries that, that are predominantly female run and operated that, that men can't really get into. Um, like certain aspects of the fashion industry, certain aspects of the publishing industry, certain aspects of, you know, like, you know I think everybody's got their place. Um, and again, it comes back to everybody's entitled. Go get it. Go secure it. Go get is what is required. Go bring to the table what entitles you to your entitlement, but that's mm-hmm. expected. Exactly. Yeah. Bring to the table. What do you bring there's, to the table? Exactly. Exactly. And because there's not a single thing out there that a lot of people don't understand. There's nothing out there that you can't get if it already exists. Money already exists. It's easy to get. Figure out how to obtain it. You want a boat? Go get it. It already exists. A mansion? They exist. Go get it. It's not hard to obtain something that already exists. It's just you want it handed to you. And, and it's how you worded it, which was genius. You're right. You're entitled to it, but you got to go work for it, not just get handed yeah. to you for nothing. And no. that's it. And a lot of people think, oh, only fans. Oh, that's not real work. Uh, excuse me. Like, you're right, but it is hard to brand yourself. It is hard to promo yourself. And that shit is hard work. It's hard work to get people to want to see something that they can see for free on the Internet. Well, and that's a whole discussion about um... – Never mind just OnlyFans, and absolutely that is work, and how people feel. And again, this is about them more than it is about the individuals who are sex workers. That mm-hmm. is, I mean, I mean, look at this. Okay, yeah, we could talk about this because this has been in the news that the billions of dollars that are spent. It's almost like we have our heads in our sand in this in the sand that nobody's really watching all this porn, that this industry isn't as big as it is, that nobody's making the money that they're making or spending the money that they're making. When you look at society that's claiming to be all righteous and pure and, 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 and good and decent people and God-fearing and, and so on and so forth, when almost the whole industry got shut down, um, like sex workers, it's, it's a legitimate thing. It's not, it exists. We can't deny that it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, they deserve respect. They're ju- they've chosen a path that is their path. It's not your path. So kind of like, you know, again, change the channel. It's not your path. There's nothing their their body, um, their relationships with people, with themselves. Um, that's how they choose to make 
money. And I think, I don't know, I'm, I'm pretty open-minded about that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I agree. That it is a, yeah, that it's a, it is a, an industry. Um, mm-hmm. And a legit, a legit industry. Are there concerns? Are there problems? Yeah, there are. Just like in every other industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, yeah, if, if anybody has, I don't know, I often think if you have something negative to say about something like that, well, you know, we've said some negative things, I suppose, in some people's opinions, that that's about, that's about you or about us um, rather than about the specific industry. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of brings it back home to your initial rant tonight, sing on you. Um, yeah, that's, it really is about them. It really is. I mean, I know it comes mm-hmm. hard on you, and I know it's hard. I know it's hard on you, and I know it it takes its toll, and I know it's exasperating because, as we've talked about, you don't have the good people beating your drum and and supporting you and and uh, you know helping and that sort of thing. But it just, uh, yeah, I think a lot of that negativity is it's about them. It is about them. Man, we filled almost two hours. I didn't really think we were going to get here. Yeah, no, I didn't. I, yeah, I didn't think we. I didn't think we would either. But yeah, you know, we're at the two-minute mark, and I do just want to state again, guys, from what the very beginning of everything was. Um, actually, I don't even. I don't even really know. Like, it, it, I mean, I can't really sum it up in two minutes. Pretty much, like he said, if you don't like it, like even in the beginning, like Kevin said, just change the channel. That's not that hard. It's really not. If you don't like it. Don't listen. But you love to hate because negativity is something that you feed and is what it is. That's on you guys. So this was just a special live. I mean, I don't know. You want to wrap something up, Kevin? We got a minute and a half. I mean, yeah, I had a great time yesterday. I'm glad we did this tonight because um, I think everything, everything we talked about needed to be said. And I'm glad, uh, you know, like you said, it would have been great if we could have gone live in the moment when you were really revved up about it, but I think it was important to put this out there. And I think we discussed important things and I shared, we shared new information about what's coming up for you. So no, this is never time wasted as far as I'm concerned. I hope the people that tuned in enjoyed it. I hope they will come back again and I look forward to doing this next time. Yeah, we're going to go live what Saturday. Um, no idea what we're going to talk about. We can't talk about the whole Bufu thing, the whole DNT thing, because that will be Wednesday and Thursday. I'll be back Friday. We are actually going to have to – actually, we may be able to go live Saturday, um, or we may have to pre-record something. Or we just go – we'll figure that out when the time comes. I don't know yet, guys, but I really do enjoy the lives. I'm not really a huge fan of the pre-recorded stuff, but if it has to happen, it will happen. We have 30 seconds. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this special live and listening to everything. Um, I think we hit some good topics and we probably, you know, we probably annoyed a couple people. We probably definitely triggered some people, but again, it is what it is. And yeah, I'm really looking forward. To, I'm, I'm looking forward to what's coming up in the next month. I would say, right. We got, we got a busy September ahead of us, correct? We do. We do. We have 10 seconds. I want to say good night guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Kevin, you, you end it. Thanks Steven. I love you. Uh, you're Three awesome. seconds, two, one. And, Bye. Uh, <laughs> Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good